Welcome, listeners. This is uh, this is episode two of the Jam Growth Podcast. And like I said in the previous podcast, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the entrepreneurship mindset. Today, I have with me Jason Mann from Esource Coach. Um, he's gonna baffle you with brilliance on on uh, the mindset of an entrepreneur and and some other fascinating facts on how you can become an entrepreneur and you know live life how you want to live it not how somebody else thinks you want to live it so um Jason's a a coach he's my coach more than love, he's my friend he's a person I trust pretty much I trust with my life even though we haven't actually met in person he may be a marine but we won't former marine but there's no former marines right Jason but yeah. uh Fi. but we'll uh let you, I'll let him introduce himself on what he does and um, let him go on talking about what it is to be uh, the mindset of an entrepreneur and how you can be successful. So I'll turn it over to you. Awesome, man. Hey, man, thank you so much for having me on here. Uh, this is awesome that you're doing this. I love this type of podcast format. Um, a little bit about me for the audience. Um, I am a career ownership coach, which means uh, I do help people own their own career through business ownership. And I do have a, a coaching platform on that that revolves around all of that. I've been doing that for about six years now. Uh, before that, um, as Jeremy said, I was a Marine. I'm also a crossover. I was also an army officer, army warrant officer for a little while too. Uh, but when I got out, I wanted to kind of separate myself from the government, separate myself from the military lifestyle, although I still wake up for PT every morning. I wanted to kind of have it on my own terms. I wanted to do my own workout, so to speak. I wanted to do things on my own and become self-sufficient. Uh, so, so my vehicle for self-sufficiency was, I thought in my mind, was franchising. So I was out there going out looking at franchises. I was, I was really, I am a meathead. I work out every day. I love to lift weights. I love to do karate, martial arts, and stuff like that. So naturally, I gravitated towards gyms. I was looking at uh, Anytime Fitness as my first franchise. Uh, in the course of doing that, um, I was actually kind of refining my goals along the way. Do I like the idea of having employees? Do I like the idea of continuing to be in the physical fitness space and actually um, turning potentially turning my passion into a job? And, and that wasn't really sitting well with me because I did do some personal training. And I realized, you know, as much as I love training myself and, and working out and having that, it was not necessarily conducive to me as a business because it was like I said turning it into a job so I actually found a mentor who is also a franchise coach kind of walked me through a few other brands that were more so in alignment with my income goals my lifestyle goals and building wealth and equity so we looked at several brands one of them Jeremy it, uh, he you joined one of those brands for a little bit uh, we looked at uh, another fitness brand and then we looked at what it would be like to be a coach like this individual. And I really gravitated towards that because it enabled me to work from anywhere, um, work with anybody. So I could still work with veterans because I truly do enjoy and love working with veterans. And that's most of my client base. Uh, and so it allowed, allowed me to be more flexible in that area and have more access. Um, and it was just, um, you know, you know, it was a story from there. I went in, into that, built my brand, uh, I was briefly in another franchise system as well, building up some passive ownership opportunities. I sold them. And now I'm back into full-time coaching along with a, a few other side hustles because why not? Why not have more stuff on the side? Why not build more income streams? 
Exactly. That was a long introduction. I'm sorry, that, man. That was a long introduction. Well, you got a lot of stuff to do, man. You, uh, you're like a juggler. You got a lot of stuff going on. Always, you know, always trying to do better. But uh, so, you know, obviously you're always reaching and growing, right? As an entrepreneur, entrepreneur spirit. So what would you say is the fundamental mindset of a entrepreneur? What makes them successful? Knowing you're going to fail. You are going to fail. No matter what, there's going to be some type of failure one way, shape, or form. It may not be catastrophic, but you're going to have some obstacles along the way. So having some of that resiliency and, and understanding that that stuff's going to happen and, and just being prepared to do that, I think that's one of the most important mindsets. Got you. That's, uh, you know, if we, you know, though we say, what does fail stand for? The first attempt on learning, right? Sometimes exactly. we have to learn quite a few times to, <laughs> to, to, uh, get on our way and be successful, you know, humor's in that lesson though, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I resemble that a lesson because sometimes you think you don't know what you're, what you think you want to do, but it isn't exactly what you thought it was going to be. And then you find some other, find your, you know, your purpose, your purpose in life. And yeah. And, and I don't want it to seem like it's a, a pessimistic viewpoint on it. I, I think it's a realistic viewpoint, you know, yep. understanding that, you know, you know, the landscape of today, what's going on economically and with business and everything else. I mean, even jobs. I mean, I'm a TAP facilitator as well. I do a transition assistance program uh, here in New Mexico on Kirtland Air Force Base. Um, and, and even the job landscape is kind of tough. Um, you know, veterans, especially retirees, they're statistically in that next job for no more than 18 to 24 months before they're churning out and doing something else. And you're seeing that more and more on the corporate side with most people like mid-level professionals, they're they're in and out of their jobs pretty quickly. So your sustainability isn't quite there as much as it used to be in the job side. And it's lending to more and more people starting businesses, even though it is a little bit more difficult to do business these days, depending on the industry that you go into. Okay, that that uh, leads me to my next question. What makes, uh, you know, since this is veteran-centric, what makes veterans great entrepreneurs? I think it's the discipline aspect. I really do. I mean, we're, we're the folks that uh, got put in an arm bar if we didn't make our rack correctly every morning in basic training or boot camp or whichever one you want to call it. Um, it we are going to do what it takes every single day to make that mission successful. And we've always been in some situation, most veterans have been in a situation where plan A doesn't always work out and you always have a plan B. And in just that discipline and that willingness to follow a system, creating a system in, in some cases, or finding a system and following it, we're very good at that. You know, imagine having those SOPs that you got, you got to a new assignment, you got an SOP, the, the, the guy you're supposed to change over with, it's nowhere to be found. So you take that SOP, you run with it, and you make it better, and you turn it into yours. Exactly. Uh, try to make it more efficient than the, uh, try to make it 10% better than when you, they always say, try to make the place 10% better than when you left, right? When you got there. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, you know, SOPs, you know, we're, you know, they always say we're, we can just, we can, you can teach a military member just about anything, you know, just give them a, give them a sheet and a SOP. We can do anything, right? Launching, right. from launching missiles to changing the tires, SOP for it, right? Right. Yeah. And, um, most of us are very purpose-driven, I think. I think most veterans I run into, um, they know what they want out of life. 
for the most part. If not, if it's not a long-term purpose, they definitely have that short-term goal in mind and in place, and they're going to get it. They're going to crawl, fight, climb, scratch, bite, and they're going to get it. You know? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do the hustle. You know, they're gonna, and they're also like you said before, they're not scared of. They understand failure uh, because nothing's perfect. They understand how to you know go around the change course right away, right? Adapt and overcome, right? Semper Gumby, as like we like to say. So uh, that that also leads to my, uh, you know, another another question. Probably people are like wondering, wondering about when dealing with the, as a coach, you probably get talk with franchisees that you've put in besides like myself. So what are the hardest challenges that you see that uh, entrepreneurs have when running a business, do, do you think they try to overdo it or, you know, stuff like that? So the, the most challenges are always in that first year. The first year is the hardest for everybody, no matter how good your system is, no matter how good your franchise is, no matter how good you are at business. It's always the toughest uh, because it's still that change. You're still adapting to the change. You're still learning. You're still figuring things out. Um, and, and it goes back to that resiliency. So having that resiliency to not only within your mindset, but your finances too. You know, financially, being financially resilient in the beginning of your business, building yourself a nice little pad financially, whether it's through lending or using some of your own resources, um, I, I think it makes a lot of sense being sustainable in your business and having some funds to take you through that for the first six months at the least. Um, and that's something I've been learning more and more about a lot of brands that are out there. I mean, I work with 300 plus brands across about 35, 40 different industries. Um, and, and most of them, the broad, vast majority of them are about six months before they start uh, getting into the black and slowly into the green of their business. So what does that say to you? have some sustainability, have some funds, uh, have that mental fortitude to be able to weather that storm for that first uh, uh, first half of that year. And then you can slowly build from there and keep that mindset right. You also got to keep yourself healthy too. You got to eat right. You got to exercise. You got to work out. I know I'm you know, preaching the meathead uh, gospel and everything, but that helps your brain. That helps your brain. That helps your performance. That helps everything else in between. So that self-care is super important too. That is that is a definitely you know one I'm I'm guilty of is, is self care uh, and I also find uh, myself constantly working, um, no one to step away. Uh, you know, like last night I was working on stuff at eleven o'clock at night, and like I need to go to bed. <laughs> it's you know no good if you don't have rest. <laughs> I know it's 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 all cyclical, and you know we got that the the mindset of we just gotta get it done. We gotta get it done, and we gotta just push through it. To just you know sometimes you just gotta take a step back, and because if you're not 100 percent for yourself, how are you 100 percent for your clients or whoever you are serving? Right? Yeah, you know, and even just the family and have good family life too. Exactly. Exactly. You want to be able to be present and be there for all the things that matter because the, the reason most people go into business is so they can have more of that time, so they can enjoy their family more, have more free time. And yes, there's a, there's going to be a time when you got to work late. You got to work late. You just got to work late. You grind through it. You do it. But you build in some, um, I don't know, 
you build in some buffers, you build in some boundaries there. It's like, okay, I'm going to be pressing through this stuff, but you know what? Maybe I'll take a half day on Friday, or maybe I'll just take Friday off completely. I'm getting right. that Fridays anymore. I'll, so. I'll talk to the boss and see if I can, if I can get Friday off or something, you know, but it's, you know, put it in vacation time, right? <laughs> I know. Well, my voice can be a butthole sometimes, you know? It's usually t- they're the little two little dogs that are sitting right next to me, but yeah, um, they run my life now. So that's cool. But uh, yeah. Uh, um, so uh, Jason, so anybody who wants to reach out to you, I'll put this in the, in the, in the notes on the, on the uh, podcast, but how can, for those just listening, how can they get a hold of you? Easiest way is on LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, you can check out my website. I got a schedule called a contact button at jmadden.esourcecoach.com or you just send me an email, jmadden at esourcecoach.com. Or obviously you can just uh, reach out to reach out to me and I can, I can put you in touch or, or whatever and uh, just go from there. Uh, thank you, Jason, Jason, for your time um, and words of uh, wisdom and Baffling this with uh, some Marine and Army brilliance, whether take that for what you will. But uh, I appreciate your time, brother, and uh, we'll uh, talk next time. So thank you so much, man. Hey, everybody, thank you for listening and uh, subscribe to this guy's show. It's awesome. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for the plug. (laughs) Have a great day.